Quit eating your burgers off a coffee table. If you want to eat a burger, put it on a bar. Follow your instincts to B-dubs for the new All-American Cheeseburger. Fresh, juicy beef smashed till it's crispy around the edges, covered in gooey cheese, and stacked to the ceiling with deliciousness. And knock that baby down with a frosted beer at the bar, just like the sports gods intended. The new All-American Cheeseburger at Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! Please drink responsibly. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right, you guys ready to do this? Yeah. All right. No, no fucking spoilers. Okay. I don't have any spoilers. Thanos takes the shit. Damn it. Welcome to this episode of the Breakfast Lads Tribunal. This is Brandon. This is Jake. I'm Ian. Keith's here. Fucking Keith. Hey, Keith. And uh, we've, we've got uh, Ian back. Hey, I'm here. Welcome back. You I'm just not... got back from the road. I Literally, like a half hour ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Half hour, 40 minutes. Almost an hour now. How was your trip? Oh, oh, it was so good. Yeah? It was so fun. You want to tell the people what you did? Uh, yeah. Um, so... There's this band that I really like that a lot of other people really like. They're called Taking Back Sunday. Yes, they are. <laughs> They've been around for 20 years. Um, this is their 20-year anniversary of their first album, Tell All Your Friends. Uh, and they played through the whole album, and then they flipped a coin, a specially made coin, too. Like, they showed us the coin. Like, one side said um, Louder Now, which is their third album, and yeah. their second album, um, Where You Are Now, or What You Want Now. One of those two. Um, and so they flip the coin to see which album where you want to be, is it? Where you want to be, that's there it. Lifelong fan here. All right. Lifelong fan, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so tired. I'm, like, trying to remember <laughs> shit. Uh, that's the kind of crap, though, that people do when, like, the, a girl is like, yeah, I really like football. This is my team. And they're, they're like, like name, oh, yeah. Name, name the 1978 teams in the assistant. NFL. <laughs> yeah. Name the 1978 assistant. Nobody cares, you loser. <laughs> um, but uh, they flipped the coin. It was uh, Where You Want to Be. And now, that was the at, album we were hoping for. At the merch table, were they selling the coins? That would have been dope. They weren't. I, they just had the one specially made coin. I wish they would have been selling the coins. They probably will, like, after their tour is over. That would have been awesome. But I did get a shirt and a pin, and for uh, my roommate's birthday, his birthday was uh, last Tuesday, uh, he was like, man, I really want that acoustic album uh, right, as, right as we were heading outside. And I was like, I'll meet you outside. And then, like, ran right. and got the merch line <laughs> and waited another 20 minutes to grab the album. If, and, uh... uh they were actually like coming out of the dressing room, yeah, and nice. I I was this close to like running over, and be like, "Hey guys, uh, my uh, friend's birthday was just, was just this last week, and he signed it." But they yeah. like were ushered away. Yeah. Right. Ah, damn it! All right. That's um, cool. if Taking Back Sunday ever falls on hard times, they're gonna go to the Pawn Stars and and take those coins, <laughs> take that one coin, and um. So at the Foo Fighter show in Des Moines. They actually had coins like to commemorate each city that they were visiting, hmm. and they had a Des Moines coin, nice. and I got that bad boy. Des Moines, or... yeah. Hmm. Call that bad name. I was busy holding our spot at the stage. Des Moines, like, damn it! 
Des Moines coin. And then yeah. when you get big, you can be a Des Moines coin star. Hey. Hey, hey! This episode brought to you by Coinstar. <laughs> if you have a bunch of change that you need to get rid of fast and don't want to get cash for it and get a shitty gift card, Coinstar. And we're going to charge you 15% of that change? It's only 11. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> it is straight bullshit, but I need cash now. And JG went <laughs> All the sponsors are coming out. It. But yeah, it was a great time. Uh, last night we went to a few bars afterwards. There was a pub we went to called Kieran's Irish Pub, which is the name of my brother. Nice. So of course I took a picture. I was like, why the fuck you didn't tell us you had a pub up in Minneapolis? Is that where you get your money from? Right. Huh? Right. Tell but us no, your secrets. It was very good. Uh, I had, I ordered like the drink that thing gives away if you're a bartender anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I ordered just a shot of Fernet and Fernet's just it's not I like gross. It. It's yeah. delicious. Um, I know you hate it, Jake, but I like. What is it? it? Is it a whiskey or? It's no. oh, it was that shot that we had at uh, uh, Radical Effects. Yeah, the one that bummed us out. Yeah, but I love <laughs> it. Uh, it's like very slightly like minty and uh, herbaceous. I like it a lot. It tastes like wheelchair basketball. But. <laughs> <laughs> It, ta- so it tastes like a rubber boot kicking you in the mouth while you're drinking a mojito. So what you're saying is if you're at a bar and you want good service, you order that so that the bartenders know that you're also... No, like, it, it, you'll it's, tip well. it's, right. it's a you can kind of leave us alone, sort of, because we get it if you're busy. Oh, okay. There needs to be, and I was kind of talking about, there needs to be like a signal. A signal that you can give to other food service people and like other bartenders you just like do a hand signal and they're like fucking hey all right so if they're slammed and you come in you're just like when you get a it's like when you get a sec we would like beverages but we understand that you're busy but we're also in the food service good luck may the force be with you blessed be might i I suggest that that signal be that of you pretending to vomit I, I was thinking. I was thinking if there was some way to do a, just like a a weed whacker sign like that doesn't weed, use your penis. That doesn't use your penis. Like oh, you're in the weeds. We get it. Like <laughs> weeds. Oh, just just throw up a dummy. <laughs> like, uh, weeds. <laughs> you're a weedus fan. Never mind. <laughs> I was trying to help you, but obviously you're just not getting it. <laughs> Amateurs. I'm trying to look out for you, Catherine. Listen, you're doing a great job, but uh, at some point. Uh, but no, we went around to some different places. We went to this place called City Works for dinner. Yeah. Um, and I got filet mignon sliders. Because your boy's got all his bills paid and his tax return got back to him. And, okay. Uh, had a little extra money, so I, I I splurged. First day off since March 31st, so I was like, I'm gonna treat myself. Treat yourself. Your boy, and your they boy was were, on vacation. He was ready to fuck. They <laughs> fuck up some food. Oh my god! Yeah, flaming on sliders, delicious. They had like a good. horseradish mm. thing on the bottom. What? It wasn't too much horseradish though. It was more like a sauce with like a hint of horseradish. Yeah. Nice and nice, uh, delicious. I got a cocktail and a beer before the show. I uh, went to the venue. It was First Avenue. Great venue. Real fun. Well, that's where... Yeah, that's a pretty well, popular first, place, right? First Avenue, that's where Prince performed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, it was It was in the movie Purple Rain. Yeah. 
right. We uh, moshed our way to... Oh, it was absolutely packed. Like, the whole yeah. floor... Like, here's the stage. Here's, like, the floor. The whole floor was a pit. For anybody listening, was... Ian is drawing us a picture of the floor, but you yes. can't see that. Yep. Jake with the color commentary, and <laughs> I, I missed you guys. <laughs> I missed this. <laughs> that was genuine. <laughs> Not to be confused with genuine. Um, but yeah, the also whole thing was the first time. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whole, everybody whole... loves pony. <laughs> That's it. He just plays pony. For right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now here it is. This you guys might have heard Dylan. this one before. This was. Now well, we're gonna do an acoustic version. This was well worth the hundred. This is what pony. <laughs> this is what pony would sound like if Davy Crockett sang it. I don't know. All, All right. right. And now's the kazoo version. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's a, wet, a Whitey's blender. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's Wendy's way too where, good. I don't know. Right, Wendy's where the frosty machine is never down. True story. That's true. Good job, Wendy's. Yeah. Whole thing was a pit. Going back to the Take It Back Sunday. Mm. Uh, <laughs> we ended up like here's the stage. Here we are. We're near the back, and then we get in the pit, and then we end up. By the end, uh, like the middle of the first set, like three rows away from the front, Ooh. and so we were getting like rocked around the whole time. Like yeah. I am surprised I have a voice even slightly today. Yeah, my ear is still ringing. At one point, my leg with my bad knee got stuck in between like four people, and I couldn't get it out. So I just <laughs> jumped at them <laughs> with my other leg, just lift off. Boom! The shoulder them push, and they're like, "Ah, this is so fun!" <laughs> it's they like an so adventure. Good. The main was their uh, opener. Yeah. The main M A I N E. I don't know why, but I've heard. Yeah, I mean, that. they were real fun live. Yeah. Uh, they're the first, They come out and they just start playing uh, "Song Two by Blur. Yeah. Uh, just to fuck with people. <laughs> and then they started going in their own stuff. They put like half hour, forty minute set. It was nice. It was a lot of fun. Not as much moshing. No moshing. No moshing. Yeah, it's still fun though. Main, the main had um, a lot of like radio pop punk hits mm-hmm. to start. I'd have to hear a song. I'm not yeah. Familiar. We'll give a. We'll give about. 15 seconds of silence for uh, our editor to play a main song <laughs> uh, right here. Girls do what they want. <laughs> Boys, Boys do, do what they, they can. All right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> they played that song last night, too. It was very fun. They brought a dude up on stage yeah. who... Uh, his vocals weren't the best, but he was having fun with it. Yeah. I, I for a second thought he was going to stage dive. I was hoping he was going to, because he was about Jake's height and build. Ooh. Hell yeah, dude. That was like stage dive motherfucker. You would have been fun to catch. Stage dive. <laughs> and then we <laughs> ran into stage dive. I believe his name was uh, Nick or Kyle. One of those two. <laughs> and we ran into him in the pit during Taking Back Sunday. And we were like... Kyle! 
Walmart just like high five. Like you were the one. You get it. You were there. You were. You did it. Meanwhile, he high fived him. He's like, it's Nick, but whatever. <laughs> it's a K name. You get it. Right. Right. Also, uh, Adam Lazaro, lead singer of Taking Back Sunday, great stage presence. Yeah. He was. He was very funny. Uh, Steve, my roommate, said that he was like a Def Jam comedian the whole night, and I agree. But he was great. He sounded like Southern Kyle Kinane. Oh, really? <laughs> and I loved every single fucking second of it. It was so good. <clears throat> he was telling stories when they were first writing songs. like, at the age of like five or six, because we were five or six at the time. Don't fact check that. Don't Google it. Right. <laughs> like, this is phenomenal. I love it. It was probably the most fun I've had at a show. Well, with the beard and the hair, he, he's starting to look kind of like a lion. He's he's, he's got the getting mane. up there. Yeah, I mean he's he, they're they're all they they were all looking good for yeah. uh, performing well for being I don't know sixty thirties <laughs> yeah for being a twenty year old album yeah I mean killed it, it uh, both sets they still played some songs after both sets like they yeah. played for like two hours straight wow no break like it oh it was so good what was it right? uh. My my favorite my favorite song that I've I've seen them perform I've never seen them live but I've only ever seen them like in like DVDs or on like Much Music back in the day was they played uh, Liar It Takes One to Know One that was a pretty pretty cool song to see live that was pretty cool I like that good talk yeah. <laughs> Um, so, Jake, what have you been up to? Uh, just working a lot, and, you know, working, and, you know, just, Amen, uh, brother. <clears throat> just one job. Yeah? I, uh... Lame. Yeah, it's, it's pretty lazy of me. I, uh, <laughs> you need to get two or three more jobs. <laughs> yeah, you do. I honestly have no Don't idea how do you... Don't do it! No, I have Don't. no desire. Like, if I had to, I would... Um, I had a really good week at work. I I made just under seven hundred dollars this week. Uh, nice. Take home money, so that's nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's what like just kind of off topic. <clears throat> People are like, "Hey, are you going? Are you going to school?" And I'm like, "Oh, I have a degree." And they're like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" And I'm right. like. Well, you know, the $11 an hour that I got offered uh, out of college to, you know, work in my field uh, just doesn't beat the 20 plus dollars an hour I make here. Yeah. So, you know. Right. There's no other yeah, way around. That's... And, like, I think for, like, I, you know, my like my mom was, my mom owned a business and my dad was a professor. And so I, like, felt like at an early age I had this pressure to, like, be something great. Yeah. But I was like, also, I much prefer having money um and you know maybe not doing anything that anybody's like oh that's a really cool job you have but like being able to do stuff and like yeah. you know jake i don't know what you're talking about you're pretty great right now the, no i agree i think but like in my in my head especially like as a kid and a young adult i was like oh i have this like i have to live up to all these other people yeah. in my life and i mean you know, my mom was really hardworking, my dad was really hardworking, and I'm hardworking just in a different sense, you know? Mm -hmm. But it, it didn't compute at the time, you know? I just thought, oh, I'm not good enough. I should be a lawyer or a right. doctor or something, and 
you know, I, like I have ideas to do other stuff. I, I certainly probably don't want to be a server my whole life, but if I did, you know, whatever. I mean, I'll figure it out. Yeah, it's it's, it's good, honest work. Yeah, and people need their goddamn pancakes. You're goddamn right, they do. But I, I've just been I've been doing that. I've been trying to. Uh, I bought my first computer. Like I'm 35 years old. I've never owned a computer in my whole life. Yeah. I bought one like a year and a half ago, but I bought it from the pawn shop and it didn't really work. And I was yeah. just like, man, well, <laughs> we'll just chalk that up as a loss. Yeah. Um, so I bought a computer. I'm gonna do fun stuff with it, like. Uh, have all my jokes in one place and not in like seven different notebooks hey, that I don't know. There it is. You know what you there. should do is get one of those uh, fancy pens that you can write in a notebook and then that pen transmits what you've written oh. in the notebook to your laptop. I don't know what that is, but it's if I figure it out, I'll do it. Fancy. Sounds, I'm so bad at technology. I literally, I was, uh, I was with a friend and she, uh, like, she just went through a breakup like I went through a breakup a few months ago that sucked um, and so she was like hey I'm having a really hard time can I come hang out with you and I was like yeah sure um, and you know I kind of like I don't know just gave her my perspective as somebody who's like a little further removed I guess from it yeah um, and we were watching and I'm, I'm like a smart dude but sometimes I'm so fucking like brainless and and like unintentionally insensitive yeah. Like we were, we went for a walk and we were talking about it and then we went back to my house and, you know, she just kind of wanted to hang out. So I, they're like, oh, we'll just watch some TV. And like Big Bang Theory was on, not my favorite show, but I, I like, I hear a lot of people and they hate it so much. And I like, it's fine. I, I understand what it is. You know, I know right. it's not great, but it's mildly amusing. Uh, but it was the episode where um, the. I don't know. Uh, not Sheldon. Uh, Leonard? Leonard yeah, is the other the dude. Yeah. Leonard's the main character, and his girlfriend are getting married. And so we're watching it, and she, like, starts crying. I'm just thinking she's, like, thinking about her ex-boyfriend that just dumped her right. three days ago. And, like, at one point, she finally looks at me, and she's like, can you change it to something else? And I was like, oh, yeah. You know, like, they're getting married, and you just got dumped, so you probably don't want to watch this right now. But I, yeah. like... Uh, an idiot. So then uh, she's like, can we just go like to the store and do, you know, like, can we just get out of here? And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So we ended up going to Sam's Club. Nice. And I, I, I would just, I started, like, when you first walk in, there's the electronics. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I have a little bit of money right now. I should buy a computer because that's an adult thing that people have, you know? Right. Um, and you can I know nice nothing about, that. I know, yeah, exactly. And solitaire. <laughs> and I know nothing about technology, so I literally took a picture of, like, the, uh, I want to say qualifications, but that's not the word I'm looking uh, for. The, uh, uh, specifications. That's it. We got it. We nailed it. So I, was, I took a picture <laughs> of the specifications and sent it to my buddy Johnny Jones, who builds computers, you know, like, in his spare time. Yeah. I was like, hey, is this a good computer? Because it was 250 bucks. So I was like, my phone costs three times that. Like, mm -hmm. right. I, you know, I can afford this. And he's like, yeah, it's actually a really good computer for the price. And I was like, sick. Yeah. So there you go. I bought a computer uh, at 35 years of age. Hell yeah. Internet Explorer and all that shit. You're going to be knocking Word? Uh, get Google Chrome instead of Internet Explorer. No, I, I, I do. Like, I opened, up, I opened up the Internet Explorer and, and Cortana. Cortana? Cortana? Cortana is a drink. Cortana 
was like, how about you use Google Chrome? That's better. And I was like, all right, whatever you say, Cortana. Right. You're in charge here, buddy. We just met, but I'm going to listen. <laughs> so uh, last night I went and saw a buddy of mine is an MMA fighter. Yeah. Uh, he likes to beat people up. And so I watched him. He lost. Uh, <laughs> I really hope he doesn't listen to this because he, he took it really hard. Like, he... Uh, he he fought this kid like four years ago and I, I didn't watch it but the story was is that he, he's fighting this this guy he drops him with an overhead right but as when he punches him he dislocates his thumb and just can't really like he can only fight with the one hand and yeah. he ends up losing because he only has one arm to fight with you right. know um, and so he really wanted this rematch and finally the guy uh, gives in, you know, life happens. He's not a professional, he's an amateur, you right? Know? So, you know, finally they, they work out the details and they, they get back in the ring. And um, it was a great fight, you know, but uh, the other guy was just like real wiry and slippery and ended up, you know, submitting him. But um, he, like, they, you know, they interview each person after the fight, you know, and yeah. he, like, the first thing out of his mouth was, I'm sorry, I didn't get it. And I'm like, Dude, you know, like, you're doing something that most people... Right, are too afraid to do. Yeah, not even a question. Like, they'll, they'll think, oh, that would be cool, but they don't have the balls to do what you do. Right. You know? Um, just a really tough kid. Really, like, just a really great guy. He's got three girls, you know, and, like, uh, you know, takes care of his family, works, you know, 60, 70-hour weeks, like Yeesh. our buddy Ian, you know? Yeah. Just, hey, hey. You know? So That's you. I'm so <laughs> This is salad, dude. So like, it it sucked to like, and I surprised him. He didn't know I was going out there. So yeah, uh, yeah, it was fun though, man. Nice. Of, so that's what's up with me. Yeah. Want to know where to find the best hidden musical gems on the internet? Mike Shea and Robert Yetter have got you covered. Tune in Wednesday nights at 5 p.m. for the latest episode of Track Record, brought to you by Even Tide Entertainment. Talking about movies is what Aaron Lopez does best. We are talking about the greatest showman. Thor Ragnarok. Love, Simon. Hereditary. With an army of special guests. Jordan Lopez. Aaron Brewer. Jack Elliott. My good friend Carly. Special moments you don't want to miss. The very first ever drunk drive-in. We are more looking at the Oscar nominations. So grab some snacks and a cold drink. Let's all go to the lobby, refill your drinks. Every Thursday. Eventide Entertainment presents The Drive-In. What's up with you, dude? Uh, well... Brandum. Yeah, Brandum. <laughs> Got her. Uh, that's it. my Christian name. <laughs> uh, so, uh, my last week has been pretty busy. Nice. Or at least it felt nice. that way, anyways. Nice. Um, with <laughs> with uh, having the kids all day, my uh, when my free time or when my free time comes around uh, around you know five or six p.m. at night, yeah, it's like what do I do? I chose all last week to fill all that time. Um, so <clears throat> the end of my week, um, I went to the NXT live show, yeah. um, on Friday down at the river center, which was pretty cool. Nice. Um, saw a lot of the guys that I'm used to seeing on TV, mm -hmm. um, and a few guys that I've seen on the independent circuit, you know, from, from when I was in that a little bit heavier. Nice. So that was pretty cool. It was like yeah. a little trip down memory lane and it seemed like, not just the wrestlers, but a lot of people in the crowd 
were people from my old wrestling days that right. you know still went to wrestling shows and, and stuff like that and remembered me from when I wrestled. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. It kind of felt it it, it pumps up the ego a little bit. It's yeah. really neat, you know. Oh yeah, and, for uh, sure. Um, let's see the about about the midway mark. You know the, the they have a. Well, they have a, a correspondent in the ring. She acts as kind of like the MC of the night. Okay. You know, just kind of telling everybody, hey, if you if you get a second, go over and check out the merch table. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we've got this show coming and, and all that stuff. So she's in the ring talking. And then um, out of nowhere, Seth Rollins' music starts playing. And Seth Rollins came out. And he's, he's not an NXT guy anymore. He was a while back. But... Right. Now he's he's in the big leagues. Yeah, now he's in the big leagues. He's the WWE Universal Champion. Just got done beating Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, so it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah he he lives in Davenport where the show was, but right. you think it's Friday night? He's off somewhere else or or getting off to the next show, you know? Right. Um, but for him to show up at that show, it was the first ever NXT show in Davenport. I'm pretty sure. Um, it may be the first WWE produced show in Davenport ever. So for him to show up at that was was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, and he didn't wrestle. He just showed up to basically say hi. And you know, I I remember where I came from and look what I've done. You know, I've got the belt. I beat Brock Lesnar. Everybody. You know. And he brought the belt with him. Yeah. Hell yeah. Had the That's belt awesome. with him. It was pretty smooth. Um, and. He he said a couple words, got the crowd fired up, and then he took off. So it, nice. it was pretty cool. And then um, and then the next night or, or the next morning, I went and and me and my buddy Jason took uh, my kids Jack and Rowan to the autism walk over at yeah, Augustana, and that was pretty cool. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a rare occasion that I get to get my kids out for. You know events like that, and and I'm trying to have more of a hand in, um, like the the uh, autism community around town and stuff like that, and kind of get him out and about with other kids that kind of, you know, have to experience the same stuff. Right. And it gets me around other parents that have to deal with it too, just to kind of like, you know, I I guess, you know, it helps give me perspective on like where we where we stand. As you know, a father and son going through this together, and you know, as a parent trying to take care of an autistic child that's never really had anything like this in my life before, you know. Right. So, um, but yeah, they had they had a, a DJ there that that specialized in in um, you know uh, sensory and and stuff like that. The music was never too loud for all the kids, and there was never any songs that had a whole bunch of bass and stuff that could send off the the kids that have mm. the the audio sensibilities and stuff like that, yeah. or, or uh, sensitivities. Sorry, not sensibilities or anything like that, but sensitivities. And then um, they had it was indoor, so they had us walk this like indoor racetrack. We okay. did a few laps, and and the whole way around, they had people handing out balloons to the kids and oh, and cool. gummy bears and stuff like that. So my kids had a heyday with it. And right. Oh yeah, for sure. After, afterwards, they napped so hard. That was amazing. <laughs> Um, and then can we do this every week, please? <laughs> right, right. You guys do weekdays or like what's this the deal? Great, um, and then uh, shortly before noon, I I left my kids with my mom and me and some buddies went down to Augustana because they actually 
announced four of the 2019 NFL draft picks down at Rock Island because, or down at Augustana because um, a lot of people don't know this, but the history of Rock Island, um, I, I believe it was the first ever NFL game. Yeah, yeah, it was was played in Rock down Island. Down at uh, Douglas Park in Rock Island. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I know um, <clears throat> Dylan Parker, who we've had on the show, has uh, talked about that before. You know, or maybe I don't think he hasn't talked about it on the show, but yeah. Um, you know that is like a point of pride for Rock Island. Is that absolutely you know, it was like 1919 or 1920? The first game was played here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, in this very city where we sit today, telling this story that has yeah. that has none of the NFL teams now. No, but once upon a time, you know, held the first ever game. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool absolutely. history. Um, we went down there for we were we were down at Augustana for about an hour. And it was rainy and cold, and everything was outside. Oh, really? So it's like, uh, do we, do we stick around? There were, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound ungrateful or anything like that, but there weren't any like, uh, NFL personalities down there out mingling with everybody, and and right. could be seen. Uh, Ken Anderson was was down there, and he was, he's a, uh, a NFL Hall of Famer. You know, yeah. So I think um, one of one of the only players from Augustana to maybe the only player from Augustana to go pro. Yeah. Um, but wait, he was a quarterback for like Cincinnati or something for yeah. a long time. Yeah. So he, he was down there. We didn't get to see him because he was in like a VIP area. Right. But so we kind of, we took it upon ourselves. Like, do we stick so, around? So the players that were drafted weren't there? They were not. Okay. No. It was just the, the selections were called from there. Oh, okay. Um, so um, if you're watching from home, you were watching from home. They had the correspondence in like the the HQ. Sure. That were like, and now we're gonna go to uh, Ohio. Now we're gonna go to Philadelphia, where we got the mayor of Philadelphia. Yeah. You know, announcing you know picks for this team or whatever, and Rock Island got to announce four of them, cool. which is pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Um, and then uh, so we decided, do we want to stick around or do we want to just go back to our buddy's house and basically watch all of it from from his living room. It's like, yeah, let's do that. So we did that for a little while. And then I went and got my kids from my mom's house. Uh, they loved that because I had to wake them up to do it. <laughs> um, and right. then, Take and then, away. Right. Leave us alone. And then I, I got them back home. And just about that time, my wife got off work. So she took over watching them while I got ready to leave. And I went out to Walcott, Iowa where uh, SCW, the company that I used to work for, was having their their WrestleMania, essentially, their big show of the year. And um, went out there for that show primarily because uh, one of my best friends, Steven, uh, was having his retirement match. It was his... Nice. He's, he's the one that started SCW. Like, SCW started in his parents' barn. Like... They they put on their own shows there. They they built their own ring, all that stuff, and used to have shows there. And then they branched out and started doing shows, um, in the back, the back room of Don's Pub out in Donahue, Iowa. When they got uh, they got a, a financier to buy them a ring, right? And they could travel with, and that's where, that's where they started having shows. That's where Seth Rollins started wrestling for them. You know, basically going from backyard wrestling to working for them, 
and then started to branch out and realize, hey, I'm pretty good at this stuff. I'll go train at ROH and, and you know, go to AAW in Chicago and stuff like that and then become Seth Rollins, we know now, in WWE. Mm. Um, and so I went out there to support him in that and they kicked off the show with um, Merrick Brave, uh, one half of the owners of the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy downtown Davenport. Yeah, yeah. And he opened the show, and he's like, "Hey, before we get everything kicked off, I wanted to, I wanted to introduce you to somebody. You may know him already, and you know he's the WWE Universal Champion, Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins came out, and the, the other half of yeah, Black he, and Brave. yeah, he's the owner, other owner uh, of Black and Brave, and he came out, and the crowd wasn't expecting it. Yeah, and that's they, really cool. They blew up." It was a much smaller room than the River Center, so all the noise filled that place. It was crazy. <laughs> um, I was actually outside uh, having a cigarette when he pulled up. Oh, and, really? And got a chance to, got a second to talk to him. And that's when I messaged you guys. And I was like, am I an asshole for one? Did you get a picture? I did not. No? I did not. I just got that video on Snapchat yeah, that I posted. But, um yeah, that's when I messaged you guys, and I was like, am I an asshole for wanting to take a picture with a guy that I basically, like, grew up in this company with, working with, and and posted just because I want to be a, you know, a show-off, essentially, <laughs> like, look who I got to see, you know, that kind of thing, and um, I, I didn't get a picture with him, I, I didn't ask, but I did have a, a chance to finally shake his hand and say thank you for him getting me and my wife tickets to... Uh, a WWE SmackDown show down in Corpus Christi. Oh, nice! And and he's like, ah, it's no problem. Don't worry about it. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. But it's he's still like a cool dude. Man. Yeah, it's it. I mean, I see his, him around Davenport all the time. Yeah, you know, his, we saw him at a, uh, was, a Harry Potter his, trivia event at I mean, Baked. He walked in. and I was like, is that is that Seth Rollins? Oh, is yeah. That, well, that? Cool. Well, and that's that's the thing. Like he's he loves Taking Back Sunday. He likes playing video games. He likes all the same bands and. And all the other alternative stuff that we do. He's just a, a normal guy that yeah. he was a fan that loved wrestling so much that now he's like at the pinnacle of it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So no, yeah, he's he's a huge nerd. He, he loves Harry like Potter. Hide out and you know like no, he was just with some friends and I think yeah, Ian was like, is that Seth Rollins? And I looked yeah. and I was like, yeah, God, he's a big motherfucker. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's and he's large. Not, he's not. Um, that's the thing. His demeanor in person, he's not like an excitable dude. Like no. he, when he saw me, he was like, he wasn't like, "Hey Boris, oh my God, how are you?" He's very much like, "Hey Boris, how's it going?" You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> quick handshake, and then back to like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, no, that's that's cool, it's, it's whatever." You know, that kind of, <laughs> right. you know, pretty laid back guy. Um, so I I wasn't trying to press him for a picture or anything like that. And I after, took a, I took a picture of him when we were at Baked. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I was trying to like, which is like you know one of those things where you're like, no, I'm just looking at my phone. I'm definitely yeah not taking a Snapchat of you. Right. <laughs> well, um, sorry, that's weird. Sorry, if you're listening to Seth Rollins, I apologize. I entertained the thought of just being like, hey, uh, Seth over there wants a beer or something. Like, just put it on my tent. Put the first one on my tent. Don't even tell him. Don't right. be like, hey, your first beer bought. And that's it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. He doesn't drink. He's straight edge. Oh, so he would he would have taken like a coffee wants, or something. If he wants like a Pepsi or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I thought about he doing needs a that. Refill. I thought about doing that with celebrities too, but then I'm like, 
They have more money than me. Like, right. they want to buy, buy me beer. a coffee. <laughs> Put my first one on his tab. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, so that was cool seeing him again two nights in a row, which is the most yeah. I've seen him in years now since he's so busy. But um, so then the the show got underway. Everything was was going well. Um, I was able to talk to my buddy Steven before he wrestled, and he was just all sorts of full of emotion and like anxiety and nervous and and you know the the perspective of the night just kind of like it was it was weighing heavy on his shoulders i could i could see him kind of almost tearing up a couple times you know because he helped start this thing and now it was kind of his time involved with it was coming to an end so um but i i did manage to you know um level him with some with with a cool little tidbit, um, sevens have always been his like lucky number, mm-hmm. and uh, like he got married seven seven of oh seven. Nice. So like, mm. you know, um, and before before the show, they always kind of map everything. Like I know this is this is behind the scenes kind of information, but we all know that it's it's staged, scripted, whatever. Right. Real sorry about that. What? <laughs> so, yeah, um, so before before the show started, they tell it's everybody, they give everybody their, you know, hey, their shit list, basically. Like, don't do this move because this guy's going to do it. You know, don't do this because this is how another match is going to close out, that kind of thing. And they tell everybody, same thing they tell comics. Like, keep it 10 to, or, you know, 10 to 15, keep it 10, or 5 to 10, you know, that kind of thing. And... I found out how long they wanted Steven's match to be, and I was like, oh, that's gold. And I I slipped backstage, and I, I gave him a big hug, and I was like, you ready? He's like, I think so. And I, I gave him a hug, and I whispered in his ear, I was like, hey, man, I'm gonna, you, you were married 7-7 of 07. Your match tonight is going to be seven minutes. And he's like, fuck. <laughs> it just kind of like, uh, it hit him like a, a ton of bricks. So I was like, you got this, like breathe, everything's going to be fine. Um, and then he ended up, he ended up wrestling another guy that we've had on the podcast before, Johnny Wisdom. Yeah. In, in his retirement match. And, um, the match ended by, uh, well, the match was pretty quick. Um, Steven and Johnny were working each other over, uh, Johnny went to go get a chair, brought it inside. Steven reversed everything and fucking took him down in the middle of the ring. And then Steven went outside the ring and started getting all the chairs from underneath the ring and throwing them into the ring on top of Johnny. And, and the very first one he threw, no look, he grabbed it from underneath the ring and then chucked it overhead and it landed right on the back of Johnny's head. Uh-huh. And like, clubbed him real bad. So, um... He just kept piling all the chairs in the middle of the ring, got back inside, and um, Johnny took Steven out for a second, went outside of the ring, set up a table outside of the ring, and got a kendo stick, and brought the kendo stick back into the ring and went to go take it out on Steven, and Steven stopped it, took it from him, took the kendo stick, one shot, obliterated the kendo stick. Like, it it exploded over his head. Hell yeah! That's awesome! And then... uh, (laughs) Um, you know, Steven's working Johnny over and Johnny ends up knocking Steven outside of the ring onto the apron and then goes running at Steven, 
Stephen blocks it, brings him out on the apron with him, and then gets Johnny up on his shoulders in a fireman's carry, and then gives him a Death Valley driver off of the ring apron through the table to the outside. Sick. Brings him back in the ring, pins him one, two, three. Place went nuts. They were throwing ribbons and all that stuff. And um, uh, then all the all the guys from the past, you know, were, were there to kind of like see him off. And we got in the ring with him and gave him a big hug and we're clapping for him and, and cheering him on, all that stuff. And, and cleared the ring and then his family got in there and they took a big picture and it was a whole big big send off it was it was pretty cool it was it was neat seeing somebody like that you're that close with kind of close out like i said on facebook close out you know a 20 plus year career of doing something that they wanted to do as a kid you know yeah so it was neat yeah. but yeah um I don't know, man. I think, well, I was just gonna say, I think that's a that's a, a good way to to end the episode, man. Yeah, yeah, we can. Um, Do we have it? Yeah, I think yeah, we, we covered can, everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then we'll uh, we talk about uh, how Brandon's a ho ass. <laughs> uh, ho ho ho. Straight ho ho. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll I'll cut that little pit apart out, and then we'll just like. Close it natural. Yeah, I feel. I feel like them. Oh, I just feel like. Yeah, like, it should, it should, that be, should be a perfect here. place to close. It. Yeah. yeah, no, no. I. Uh, well, that's why I kind of. I was like. Yeah. Because in my head, I was like, oh man, this is victorious. Like, yeah, you for know, sure. Like, that's a good. Yeah. A nice ending. Yeah. But I also thought it'd be funny. Like, what if for his last match he lost? You know, <laughs> like his retirement Fucking match. Fucking hurting. Well, that, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's. I'd say about fifty percent of the time, the the guy who's retiring does lose because really? that, because that's his way of basically like giving the other guy the nod like hey you're yeah. the future of this company like get gotcha. after it gotcha so it's fifty fifty on huh. whether like um it could it could be multiple different things it's yeah. like I'm facing you and I'm on my way out. So I lose to you in my way of saying, hey, go get him, kid. Gotcha. And, and you can, for the rest of your career, be like, I'm the guy that retired Brandon, you know? Or, I got you. Or, yeah, that, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I, or I or me, like, me um, still winning, beating you as my way of going out on top. But then uh, for the future, it doesn't diminish anything that you've got coming forward because they don't have anything planned for you yet. Right. Oh, so, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just cool to see. That was cool. Um, nice. But yeah, so, so it sounds like we all, all three had some pretty, pretty fun weeks. Decent so, weeks. Yeah. Decent yeah. weeks. Yeah. yeah, decent for sure. Yeah. Good so, weeks. Glad I mean, to have you back. Yeah, yeah, I mean, next week I'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> but then when oh, yeah. I get back, I'm going to Atlanta. Yeah, shaky and knees. Shaky knees first. Nice. We leave Wednesday night, we're driving through the night, and then we're going to a Braves game on Thursday. We're seeing another show separate from Shaky Knees on Thursday night. Yeah. And then Shaky Knees is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Nice. So I'm cool. going to be... You're off on the road again. Face stoked. I'm on vacation. <laughs> we need to get away from here. and need to go uh, see the world. We'll get at her. Uh, yeah. Pitter patter. Let's, <laughs> Let's get at her. 
Alright guys, well we're going to close this episode out. Thank you guys for listening to us uh, gloat about our awesome week. Sorry if you didn't have one, but if you did... But have one this coming up week. Absolutely. Try Every and have week a, is a new week. Absolutely. Try and have a good week this week. And, and if you have a good week or a bad week, message us. Let us know. We're on, we're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Boris the Idiot. Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Ian awesome. underscore awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Jake Your Booty 2. The sequel. But yeah, come hit us up. Let us know how your weeks are. If they're bad, good, doesn't matter. We want to hear about them. Yeah. Absolutely. Let us coach you through your shit. And uh, give you advice. Unsolicited yeah. therapeutic advice that we're not licensed hey. for. Boom. Exact. We're not doctors. We're not. We don't give it to you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> good advice. We, have, we have experience. Right. We, we have. Uh, exposure. Yeah. You know, we yeah. Know. We could help you. He's that not a therapist, but he's been depressed most of his life. What's Thank you guys for tuning in uh, for the Breakfast Lads Tribunal. This has been Brandon. This is Jake. And I'm Ian. And once again, stay fresh. Cheese bags. Five-hour tea with caffeine from green tea leaves. It's delicious, energizing, and comes in three amazing flavors. With zero sugar and four calories, it fits your life. With its compact size and portability, it goes where you go. To the campsite, the hiking trail, the beach, without weighing you down. Five-hour tea. Caffeine from green tea leaves. Release your natural side from the makers of five-hour energy. For more information, visit fivehourenergy.com. Try five-hour tea today. Look for five-hour tea at your local Circle K store. 5-Hour Tea with caffeine from green tea leaves. It's delicious, energizing, and comes in three amazing flavors. With zero sugar and four calories, it fits your life. With its compact size and portability, it goes where you go. To the campsite, the hiking trail, the beach, without weighing you down. 5-Hour Tea, caffeine from green tea leaves. Release your natural side from the makers of 5-Hour Energy. For more information, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Try 5-Hour Tea today. Look for 5-Hour Tea at your local Circle K store.